This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. Good evening, everyone. It's time for Ham Talk Live, episode number 266. And now the news. Recorded live on Thursday, August 5th, 2021. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined by Karen Eve Murray, KD2GUT, and we'll take your calls live in a few minutes. Um... I apologize for being gone for a couple of weeks. Uh, been absent uh, two weeks ago. Uh, my father-in-law ended up in the ER, and uh, uh, we didn't know what was going on. And uh, fortunately, uh, it was nothing uh, major, and and things checked out and uh, were treatable, and uh, so things worked out. But I didn't have time to to get the show prepared, so. I canceled, and then once we figured out that we had the all clear, uh, we decided, okay, well, we were going to go on vacation. Let's go on vacation. So uh, spent last week down on the Space Coast down in Florida and uh, almost got to see that Starliner launch, but uh, they had to delay that. But uh, it was uh, good to be down there and uh, visit the uh, the Space Center and some other things down there last week uh the last show we had was live from yoda camp and if you missed that show you can listen anytime at hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app or on youtube and you can always catch the rebroadcast of ham talk live on wtww that's fifty eighty five a.m out of the Nashville, Tennessee, greater metropolitan area, Saturday afternoons at about 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So we'll talk some news tonight. I think we're also talking teapots. So we'll, we'll find out about that. Uh, if you're listening to us live on Thursday night, you can give us a call after uh, the interview. I'll go ahead and give you the phone number so you can have it ready to go. It is 859-982- 7373 again 859-982-7373 i'll give that out several times uh, before it's time to call so you'll have it ready to go you can also tweet us it's at ham talk live over on twitter and i'll be back with karen right after this word from icom america right here on ham talk live icom has the base station of your dreams with the ic 7851 ic 7610 ic 9700 and ic 7300 sdr transceivers icom's amateur radios are top of the line and are the first choice for 
contesters across the globe. Robust bass stations like these cut through pileups, letting you work the bands and record those contacts. Keep your competitive contesting edge with ICOM. Heard it, worked it, logged it. The IC7851 gives you a new window into the RF world and is HF excellence unparalleled with faster processors, high input game, high display resolution, and a cleaner signal is truly the pinnacle of HF perfection. It has dual receivers, digital IF filters, a memory keyer, digital voice recorder, and an SD card slot. The IC7610 is the SDR every ham wants. This high-performance SDR can pick out the faintest of signals, even in the presence of stronger adjacent signals. The ICOM IC7610 is a direct sampling software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. With RF direct sampling, 110 dB RMDR, independent dual receiver, and dual digicel. Create your own band opening with the IC9700. This transceiver brings the direct sampling to the UHF-VHF weak signal world. This all-mode transceiver is loaded with innovative features that are sure to keep you busy, faster processors, higher input gain, higher display resolution, and a cleaner signal. It has a 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time spectrum scope and waterfall, smooth satellite operation with 99 satellite channels, dual watch operation, and full duplex in satellite mode. The IC7300 changed the way entry-level HF is designed. This high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design will far exceed your expectations. It has RF direct sampling, 15 discrete bandpass filters, a large 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time spectrum scope, and an SD card slot. Visit icomamerica.com amateur for more information on ICOM radios. Right now, you could be sitting on a beach, sipping a drink with an umbrella in it, and enjoying the good life. But instead, you've decided to listen to Ham Talk Live. So we thank you. And now, here's Neil Rapp with more of the show. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live, thanks to ICOM America. For sponsoring the show, make sure you check them out at icomamerica.com slash amateur. And uh, if you're up at uh, Oshkosh, they're they're up at Oshkosh this week. So I'm uh, taking in the, uh, the big air show up there. Well, uh, welcome back. Tonight, Karen Eve Murray, KD2GUT, joins us on the Orlando Amateur Radio Club and Hamcation Hotline. Uh, the uh, editor at Amateur Radio Newsline, Amateur Radio's first independent news and bulletin service. Karen uh, began an interest in ham radio at age 12, but waited... Um, until years later to take the test and become a ham in 2014. Uh, she quickly earned her general class license and uh, took over the editing duties at Newsline after the passing of its founder, Bill Pasternak, WA6ITF. Karen has spent most of her career working um, in print media, mostly for Newsday, uh, but also uh, 
a brief stint in radio. She's a member of the Great South Bay Amateur Radio Club, where she's one of the editors for the monthly newsletter. And besides news and ham radio, her other passion is wildlife rehabilitation, and her specialty is is squirrels. And she also has uh, a horse and and prairie dogs and and all all kinds of critters. So, so good evening, Karen. Welcome back to the show. It's great to be back, Neil. I was looking forward to this. And I want to thank you. Uh, you you correct. My interest in ham radio began when I was 12. Uh, thanks for not saying how many years it took. <laughs> People can yeah, we left that part out. And yes, I just we left that part was out. waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Well, tonight we want to talk a little bit about uh, some news. Now, coincidentally, I, I this was my week to anchor, and I've, I've been out of the anchor chair for a couple of months because of uh, Yoda camp and moving and, and all that kind of thing, and so got back in the anchor chair today. So, so I've already read the news uh, that will be on Amateur Radio Newsline uh, either later tonight or, or early tomorrow morning. Um, but let's, let's talk about some of the things that's been happening and maybe not all, you know, give away everything for this week, but, but some of the things that have been happening the last uh, couple of weeks. Um, I know one thing, uh, you were, uh, you were waiting on this morning was, uh, a story from the FCC. Yeah, this is a real interesting story because a lot of us, uh, this is not really ham radio related, but yes, it is because a lot of us have our roots in uh, CB. Good buddy, Breaker 1-9. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the FCC decided it was time to give FM to the CB world, which is kind of neat. So 11 meters here in the United States is getting the option of FM. They're keeping AM, of course, uh, always had AM, but uh, 40 channels now will be uh, permitted on FM, and this means the manufacturers of the radios, uh, folks like Cobra. I had a Cobra in my uh, in my Dodge Aspen. <laughs> oh, God, there how many go. years yeah. ago was that? Uh, but that uh, that means uh, the newer radios now will be able to get on FM and, and go for it. It's just a nice option to have, and I think the FCC saw that it did no harm to AM uh, to add it. And I believe this kind of brings CB in line with a couple other countries. Yeah, and it also gives people a reason to make more radios to sell. <laughs> yeah well you gotta have more radios you know you gotta have I mean, what are radios for if not to be purchased now now i had a t-berry that i won on my bicycle when Ooh. i was growing up because i, oh, I too, got cool. started off in cb just a few months before i got into ham but I had it in a basket, had a little gel cell battery underneath the banana seat, had a mag mount on the back. Um, so that way mom could uh, keep track of me on the bicycle. That is very, very neat. That is neat. I had uh, I had a Cobra in my Dodge Aspen. I had a tri-band antenna, which would fold away because I didn't want folks to know there was a CB in the car. 
you know, goodness knows the Dodge Aspen was such a popular vehicle, (laughs) (laughs) such a high-end popular vehicle, people would just be breaking the window all the time to get in and get my CB radio. So I had the uh, the AM, FM, CB antenna, and uh, at the time I was living in the Catskill Mountains of... uh, New York State and going up and down the mountains. And that CB actually saved saved my, well, I'm vegetarian, so I can't say save my bacon, but the equivalent of it. <laughs> uh, and uh, there was a gasoline crisis that year, and I foolishly never looked at the gas gauge. So Uh-oh. there I was late at night in a... Uh, very rural area up in the mountains and I was able to get on the CB and call the cops and they brought me some gasoline for the car. So CB is very cool. I'm happy that these guys are getting FM. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how, uh, how well that goes over, uh, you know, and the, the big craze back in the seventies, you know, is, is kind of gone away, but, uh, We'll see what happens with the uh, with the FM. Well, what are what are some ham stories here that that have been uh, happening here in the last couple of weeks that uh, are of interest? Well, you know what's neat, Neil. You mentioned your bicycle, of course, with with CB radio. But uh, we have a story this week uh, about a father and daughter who gone for a very very long bike ride in the UK, and they brought along their HTs. And they're doing it to call attention to the Royal National Lifeboat Association. They're trying to raise some money for them. But they're also taking a father-daughter bike ride, which I think is very cool. That's a Kev uh, G0PEK and Lauren 2E0HLR. And uh, they're calling attention to the fact that uh, – UHF and VHF are very much alive, and I think as they travel, they're hitting repeaters, and at night they're camping out, and they're using their club call sign uh, when they camp out, but during the day, when they're operating mobile, they're using their personal call signs, and building goodwill along the way, and probably building some muscle, because they have a long way to go yet. Yeah, that's... uh that's uh, another one uh, that's on this week's newsline. So make sure you check that out at arnewsline.org or on a repeater near you or on a podcast near you. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, about newsline itself here uh, after the break. But uh, uh, what else is what else is happening out there? Well, in the realm of sad news. Uh, the CW world lost the designer of the fabulous software that so many of us are learning CW on and helped us get uh, our get our CW game on. A uh, G4FON. Uh, Ray Burlingham Goff is that's his call sign. It's also the name of the software he designed. Uh, when I was going originally for my novice at age 12, there was no such thing as this kind of software, but uh, it sure would have been helpful. I learned CW back then, but of course forgot most of it and 
this software certainly helped me a great deal. Um, I was learning with the LICW club. So a lot of folks are very sad, not just in the UK, but all over, all over, because he was a nice guy and he did so much for folks trying to learn. CW may be easy for kids, but for the rest of us, it's a little tougher. You know, i Fully expect I will be QRS for quite some time, <laughs> <laughs> maybe forever, uh, but that's okay. That's okay. So that was a big loss. That was a really uh, sad bit of news. I got to tell you, you know, you do, you do Newsline, you don't want to make, make a news report uh, too much in the happy news and too much in the sad news, but, you know, you kind of take it as it comes, and every week brings you... Ah, such a, such a range of things. You you think there's no news out there in amateur radio, but my God is, we have a busy little universe, us hands. We're always up to something. Yes, we do. Well, you were talking about code and, and, you know, learning it. I had records and I found some of those the other day uh, after, you know, the move, opened up this box and here are these big albums um what was the farnsworth morse code um records and uh, so you put it on you know 33 and a third and and you got you know five words a minute and then you you put it on 45 and it sped it up and you put it on 78 and it sped it you know so you could increase your speed, but it was the same record over and over and over again. So after a while, you got to memorizing it. Oh, that's funny. That's, of course, try that now. Who has, Well, people have turntables again, though. They, who yeah. knows? The records may come yeah, back. They made a, they made, they've are, made a comeback. Mm-hmm. They have yeah, made was, a comeback. So I'm, I'm hanging on to them just, just, just in case. Keep those well, records. <laughs> Absolutely. Now you can get one of those USB turntables. Yes. You can convert yeah. it to an MP3. Convert it. How about exactly. that? <laughs> exactly. I know some people who have those and decide to take their whole album collection and just uh, just rip it. So oh, man. that's pretty cool. Well, uh, you know, uh, some other stuff going on um, that I that I noticed, and, and, and this may be a, a news for for you this may be something that that didn't hit yet uh ao 92 has been turned back on uh, temporarily uh the battery life is really 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 literally bad uh <laughs> but uh, there did the, the usual warning of you know don't use it while it's in eclipse and and all that kind of thing but but AO92 is back on and saw a few people making some contacts on it today so uh, we'll see if it uh, we'll see if it holds up. But I, wow, I Neil, have you ever made a contact with AO ninety two? Oh yes, oh ninety one and okay. my ninety two are my go to satellites. So. Okay, okay. Oh so yeah, it's back, back, and better than ever. It's back, well, back yeah. anyway. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say better than ever because it's in pretty bad shape i we oh, pretty wow. much wrote it off and and so they said yeah turn that back on we'll see what it does so why not so we'll, well, that we'll is see. that we'll is kind of nice it's it reminds me of um monty python 
I'm not quite yep, I'm not dead, dead yet. yet. I'm not quite <laughs> dead yet. Oh, he's looking a bit peaked, but he's yes. not quite dead yet. <laughs> well, we have any uh, any other big stories here from the last couple of weeks? Oh, well, may we talk teapots. Yes, we now, can talk Now that pots. we've had a silent key and, you know, we need we need to loosen up a little here and have a little fun and running for a couple of days right up through the weekend is the world's largest teapot special event. And uh, full disclosure, I'm one of the operators. I uh, got some folks from um, my uh, my home club, Great South Bay, operating. We've got folks uh, operating really across the country. The teapot is in West Virginia, and this was a local event for the past 17 years. And this year, the uh, organizers said, hey, let's go coast to coast. So we've got Whiskey One Tango, Whiskey Two Tango, Whiskey Three Tango. You, you can kind of figure the pattern here. Plus, we got a special uh, bonus station, Whiskey Victor Eight, Hotel Alpha Tango, Stroke Two in the case of New York, Stroke Three, so on and so forth. And wow, we got pileups. We got pileups. This tea is hot. People love the teapot, love the teapot. Uh, A lot of the operators, Neil, are are folks who really enjoyed the last man standing operation when we did that special event. And the 13, uh, not the, yes, some from the 13 colonies Mm -hmm. and some from uh, 12 Days of Christmas. Yep. We're like we're like a, a repertory company. I'm telling yeah. you, <laughs> all kinds of special making, events out there. Yeah, it's great. So it's so great. so if it's the world's largest teapot, mm-hmm. then I guess the, the 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 song doesn't really apply then because mm, I'm, a little, I'm a little teapot. Mm. It's it's mm. the world's largest teapot. The world's largest. We have to do the world's smallest teapot next, but that. Activation will probably last a minute and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Not a very big activation. Okay, so this is going on through the weekend? Yep, yep, right into the weekend. Uh, Folks can look on the QRZ page, uh, Whiskey Victor 8, Hotel Alpha Tango, and any of the other uh, special event call signs. In my case, uh, the operators in New York, you can look under Whiskey 2 Tango, has all the details. It's it's really cool. I spoke with one guy the other night up in Massachusetts, a guy outside Boston, and he said, after we had finished, you know, I locked him, and he goes, you know, I've seen that teapot. It's like, oh, my God. It's like, I've seen that teapot. Yes, yes. I drove down there, and I went right past it. It's The teapot is located in a part of West Virginia that is bordered by Ohio and Pennsylvania. So it's somewhat visible and accessible, even if you don't stop. But it has a history. It was originally a uh, a barrel 
for uh, a Hires root beer commercial back in the earlier part oh, wow. of the last century. And then somebody added a spout and a handle and it became it's so big it became a gift shop, a souvenir shop. Uh, it's all kinds so there's of a t- souvenir that. shop inside the teapot. There was, I think, at one point. Oh, there was. Wow. Yeah, there was. It's had it's had a number of of different uh, jobs in life. It's been repurposed. It it just keeps going and going and going. It's the Energizer teapot. It just <laughs> can't be stopped. And people are really into this. It's like they love the teapot. It is the coolest thing. And you know, we direct people to the website to read about it. There's a big festival in West Virginia on Saturday, the Teapot Festival, and everybody, all the operators want to be on the air during that. And this is from around the country, not just locally at the festival. So we're trying to put in a big showing for this. And I can't, I I mean, all of these special events are really fun, Neil, but this one is just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is just, it's for a big teapot. It's just the yeah. coolest thing. There you go. We're having yeah. the best time. I, I saw, I saw not long ago, actually, uh, Andy, K9AWM, filed a story about uh, my hometown, uh, Vincennes, and mm-hmm. they uh, revived a, a special event my mother actually started, which was oh. the uh, the Red Skelton special event. oh yes that i i worked uh i worked k k what was it k8 k9 r k9 I think r i think it was k9 r i i worked them twice i your mom was involved in that my mom actually started that which i don't even know if they they realized it i, I think they think no. you know they thought they, it was the first time it had been done but uh yeah we we had uh certificates uh we had them printed up and, and i had a whole bunch of them around here somewhere i don't know where they all where they all ended oh. up but, but yeah it's the birthplace of red wow. skeleton and so uh we had the uh the red skeleton special event so they they, they brought it back got a one by one call sign for it, which we didn't have back then, but um, but yeah, it's it kind of cool to see that back in my own. I love that event. I wish, uh, gee, I wish I'd known you had a, a connection to that. But uh, that was amazing too, because people were were telling stories about Red Skelton. You know, it's a kind yeah. of kind of event where you don't just you know exchange your your signal reports and move on. You want to have a little rag chew about Red Skelton. And a lot of folks had great stories. Uh, they've got, they've did, got a, a whole performing arts center in, in his name now. And mm-hmm. and you can see the house where he was born, you know, and all that kind of thing. So that's he a big was a deal back in, back in I Vincennes. Liked, I liked him so much. I liked him yeah. so much. I, I had the and pleasure he, of meeting him one time. Um, oh, wow. He was at the uh, high school, and he was sitting mm-hmm. in the office signing autographs. And I, I happened to get my picture taken with him uh, for the newspaper at, at that point. Oh. And, uh, so I still have that picture um, around. I know. Uh, I gotta see I'm, that. I think I've got. I, I think I've got the certificate somewhere too. I'll have to. I have to dig that out. I'd love to see that. But, Did yeah, you watch I the show? There. Did you I, I, I only I, the show was actually off by the time I was watching TV, so uh-huh. I have seen it, but I've, it's always been in in reruns. 
And yeah, the uh, yeah. the TV station there in Vincennes started running a bunch of the the reruns. So mm-hmm. um, I saw some of them on there, but uh, but yeah, I didn't see any of them uh, live. So, oh, that's so just funny. all kinds of cool special events out there. I love special events. I thought I I mean I love DXing most of all, but I'll tell you something, special events are a close second they're they're gaining on i I mean dxing to me is the biggest kick but the special events that they they really encompass everything their history their their uh they're about so much you know plus they're about team building we learn to work with the team we make friends um you know you can't ask for more than that yeah it's been uh been a pretty good run of those here lately, which I guess that's what happens too when the bands aren't all that great for the DX and you can't mm-hmm. get all these expeditions going, which, which that's another story, but we won't, we'll take a break here. And, but, uh, you know, the, the Bouvet thing may be back on again. So, uh, but, uh, you know, the expeditions have been shut down. So now we've got mm-hmm. all these special events, to, you know, to kind of fill the gap. So. Well, it's time to take a break, so we're going to do that, and uh, we'll come back and talk some more with Karen Eve Murray, KD2GUT, from Amateur Radio Newsline, talk a little bit about what's happening um, with Newsline right now, and uh, we'll do that after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. Thanks for choosing Tower Electronics. How may we help you today? We have PL259s. We have in connectors. We have SMA adapters. We have BNC adapters. What can I show you today? Where's the tower? Well, we don't actually have a tower with us, but we have all kinds of things you can use with a tower. We have power poles, antennas, soldering irons and meters. Where's the tower? (laughs) Ma'am, that's the name of our company. We can't haul towers to all the ham fests across the country that we visit, but we have almost every connector and adapter you would need to connect your antenna that's on your tower. I don't think there's a tower back there. I really don't. Tower Electronics. Visit us at a ham fest near you or call 920-435-2973 or see our whole catalog at pl-259.com. Sorry, one thing we don't have is a tower. Join the conversation. Give us a call at 859-982-7373. Again, the number to call is 859-982-7373. Or, if you'd rather type than talk, tweet us at Ham Talk Live. Now, here's Neil Rapp with more Ham Talk Live. Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Tower Electronics will be at the Huntsville Ham Fest, August 21st and 22nd, or you can visit them at pl-259.com. Ham Talk Live is on the air every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time right here at hamtalklive.com. And be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And let me turn on the, uh, the music here so... Uh, 
Karen and, and our caller can hear, uh, because it is now time for the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week. Now it's time for the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week, the part of the show where Rick tells us a ham radio joke. The Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week is brought to you by QRM Labs. Now, here's Rick Garrett in 9GSU with today's Ham Talk Live Joke of the Week. I've developed this disease where I cannot quit making jokes about battery connectors. The doctor says it's terminal. This has been the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week with Rick Garrett in 9GSU. Tune in again next week for another joke from Rick. Oh, there you go, guys. It's terminal. I want to just say, Neil, you made me listen to this twice. I know. <laughs> I had to hear it before the show, to, yep. and now I hear it. And now, and now, and it hasn't gotten any better since, has it? Well, no, and probably I, I will tell it to people now. This is yeah. This is now I have to inflict pain right. on other people. Exactly. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to go to the phone lines. Uh, the phone number again, 859-982-7373. We're going to the phone lines. Good evening. Welcome to Ham Talk Live. Well, good evening to you as well. Good evening. I it's Paul. <laughs> it's Paul, WD9GCO. What I love most about the joke of the week is the fact that the intro and the outro is about eight times longer than the actual joke. Yes, exactly. And yep. funnier. No, that's not true. No. <laughs> <laughs> not true. Not true. Oh, yes, yes. The the uh, the, the production side of, of our brain says, you know, okay, we, we built all this up for a you know, a 10-second joke? Okay, sure, why not? Yep, exactly. Well, what do you have tonight for us, Paul? Well, I thought I would call in. Uh, first, I would like to say that I, too, had the Amico code records. That's how I learned um, back yeah. when uh, when I was getting my novice in, in the late 70s. Um, one of the, uh, uh, some guy in town who was a an old re- retired EE, I uh, had heard that I was into radio and electronics and asked me to come over to his house. And he gave me a bunch of stuff, um, old books and parts and, and things. And uh, in that pile of stuff that he gave me was a set of the Amico code records. And that's what I used to learn Morse code. In addition to some instruction from my Elmer, but in between sessions at Steve's house, yeah. I was learning on those records. Uh, that's that's what I did. That was the between the classes method. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my Elmer was sneaky though, because uh, you know I'd, I'd go over to his house once a week and we we'd go over theory and we'd practice code back and forth. And one night he you know he's he just sent me the normal things. He was just like sending me stuff, and I copied it all down. He said, "Let me see that," and he looked at. It, he said, "All right, you passed." So he snuck my novice code exam in without me knowing about mm-hmm. it, which was pretty smart because there was no yeah. stress. I had I was just yep. copying like normal. 
So that's a good. Elmer. I have done that's that a before. Really good Elmer to yep. be able to do that. I wish I I wish I had a Morse code Elmer, but I have the Long Island CW Club, and that's that's you can't ask for better hand holding than that. But they have to hold yeah. my left hand because my right hand is on the straight key. It doesn't work otherwise. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, you use, and you use a straight key. I I use a paddle. Mm-hmm. I, I that's. I mean, I I learned on a straight key because it's the way to do it. But mm-hmm. my my Elmer had a, a Brown Brothers paddle, so as soon as I you know I, I would practice on that when I was over there just to get the hang of using a paddle. And mm-hmm. so when I got my first station. Uh, when I got my license, uh, that was my Christmas present from my parents. They oh, bought me that's one of the nice. Brown Brothers that's paddles. That's really nice. Yeah, I, that's I, I still beautiful. I still have it, and uh, when I see it for sale on eBay or at uh, at Hamfest, I'm like, ooh, I'm glad mine's in really nice shape, and I kept it because they're very desirable now. Yes, they are. Well, Paul, while we have you um, on the line, we were going to talk a little bit about yes. some of the things that uh, is happening with Newsline uh, lately, and and you and Karen team up on Saturday mornings over on 100 Watts and a Wire and, and do the two stories thing. So tell everybody a little bit about the two stories. Well, that actually was a short run. Uh, that was a six-month run that we were uh, fortunate to be able to have. And uh, the uh, the show is uh, moving in a different direction, but that was a really fun six months and a good opportunity to be able to explain our stories uh, to folks and uh, give a little added dimension, which was really, really neat. Um so, uh, yeah, <laughs> kind of taking uh, for, radio for those, into in, into the video realm. <laughs> yeah, and for those who missed missed the ones that we did, um, you can uh, they're all up on YouTube. You can go back to the hundred watts and a wire YouTube channel, and you can catch the two stories that we did do. Um, yeah, we all we had a lot of fun. It's just that um, yeah, Christian was kind of wanting to to move in a slightly different direction. Plus. The show was getting very long too, so um, we're there's. It wasn't. I mean, we're we're still all family. We're still all friends, and we really enjoyed what we did. So, yeah, and it's, uh, get, the story getting long. I should add uh, the the segment getting long doesn't have anything to do whatsoever with the fact that we like to talk a lot. That that has you know <laughs> not, nothing not at all. whatsoever to do with it. You know, we're 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 succinct. We're brief. Uh, we're to the point. We are uh, economical in our. Um, we keep our conversation short. <laughs> Can I go on? <laughs> Should I go on? <laughs> well, it was really cool, you know, to to be able to, you know, kind of take a, a deeper dive into just two of the stories from Newsline uh, that week, and uh, so I, I I really enjoyed that, and I'm glad you. Two were able to to do that on Saturday mornings for a while, and uh, we're we're doing something kind of like that here. We're not we're not getting you know limiting it to two and getting super deep into these, but uh, you get a little more perspective. And if you want to hear more, go to arnewsline.org um, or listen to the podcast or. 
listen on a repeater near you. Uh, it, it's it's about a twenty minute newscast each week, and um, you know, uh, you, if you watch Ham Nation, you get the you know of two or three of the headlines, and and that's that's pretty much it. But uh, you know, there's a twenty minutes of of Ham Radio news that comes your way each and every week um, at Amateur Radio Newsline. So. Uh, make sure you yeah. you check it you out. Can, uh, yeah, you can you can listen to it directly off the website. You if you have a, a podcast app, you can subscribe to it, so it automatically shows up every Friday morning. Um, and if, if you go to our website, we have a list of all of the repeaters that we know of so far that carry it. So there may be one in your area, and if there's not. Have the repeater owner contact us, and uh, as long as they have an internet-connected repeater controller, we can explain to them how to uh, how to carry it. Plus, uh, doesn't WTWW Shortwave carries it? Uh, I think yes. on Saturday Correct. evenings. And yes, there's a few and, HF stations are, around the we world. We are on uh, we are on uh, shortwave.de out of uh, Germany. Uh, we are yep. part of the CQ a, Serenade program that is uh, played every every week on that station in and Europe. And if if you're uh, if you're on the Hamshack Hotline uh, VoIP network, there is an extension you can dial that plays the week's newsline as well. We're everywhere. Let's face yep. it. You can run, yeah. but you cannot hide. <laughs> we will. We are that's, going that's to find right. you and make you listen to us. <laughs> that's right. We sit down and, here in our little studios sh- in our underwear and record this thing, and you guys have to listen to it. Oh no! Wait a wait a minute! I didn't do underwear. That. Wait a minute. Underwear. Yeah, I didn't. You get underwear. I, I, that wasn't the plan today. What the underwear? Oh. Sorry. Oh, wait, wait. Those are called news briefs. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Oh. There you go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. May I but, may uh, I make a shameless pitch uh, to ask people also if you like what you hear when you're listening. We are now able to ask for a little bit of support. From our listeners, uh, we are a nonprofit, yeah. Yeah. and uh, we are all volunteers. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, and uh, the cost that we go. incur to bring this to you uh, can greatly benefit from a little love. Uh, and there is a PayPal button on our website, so arnewsline.org is where yeah, to go. We would. Uh, We'd, we'd like to have uh, more of a presence at some of the larger ham fests throughout the year as well. So there's the expenses for that. And so, I mean, we do what we do because we love what we do, but uh, mm-hmm. it, it wouldn't hurt mm-hmm. to have a little assistance yeah. as well. So, But you can keep listening to it as long as you want. There's, you We're know, free. There's no, yeah. no catch. We are free, and I, free I, to anybody. And I, I do have to say that, I mean, while we are – we really are family. Um, we we all, for the most part, we all like each other, and um, you know we 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 realize that if we could share an office with a bunch of people, it would be us. And uh, but I do have to say, since she is the special guest tonight, Karen is the one who is the den mother and rides herd on the rest of us. Because if it weren't for her, 
we wouldn't even be able to do Newsline. So I have to give her credit for uh, for keeping 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 us idiots in, in line and for making sure that good news is gathered and written and produced every week. Yep, absolutely. Wow, I'm glad she I is the new that, squirrel. That, to get that check to you in time for the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, well, we definitely, I, we, we're a good team. We're all really a good team. You know what was the coolest was the first year we all met at uh, Dayton. I, I know you guys remember that, and, and, and many of us oh, yeah. did turn up in Dayton that year. And I think uh, the question was asked, gee, what if we finally meet and we don't like each other. There was always that possibility. And Paul, I think you said, "Well, I already don't like Will Banks." I think you already <laughs> said that. Well, <laughs> that's know. pretty much. I mean, we we pretty much all agree on that. Um, I mean, you know, but we we tolerate him because you know he's useful. He's useful, and he yeah. did wear the unicorn suit we got him. Yes, he did. He did. He yes, did. He if did. you remember watching on Ham Nation, that that first year we uh, we got him a, a pink or no blue blue unicorn onesie, and we snuck it into his room, and then he wore it on on Ham Nation. He wore it. He did. Mm-hmm. He, he looked did. good. Yep. He looked yeah. good. He wears it so. well. Well, Paul, thank you so much for calling in. We're going to see if we yeah. have anybody else uh, that wants to call. We're actually out of time. So you are we'll, quite we'll, welcome. Uh, we'll open Thanks, up the Paul. lines here good for time. a few minutes, and, and good talking to you, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll be seeing you on Messenger. Absolutely. Have a good night, 73. All right. 73, Good night, Paul. Paul. Paul Brown, WD9GCO from Amateur Radio Newsline, and let's uh, try one more time. As oh, Allie, Allie got on Ham Nation the other night. We're not going to let Allie on the show again tonight. She just about crawled over the laptop and shut everything down. Oh. So 859-982-7373 is the phone number if you'd like to uh, call in. Um, I did, did see something here on Twitter, so let me make sure uh, we, we got this in. Uh, Brett WI7BG wants to know, will the extension of CB modes to FM lead the FCC to impose greater restrictions on RF amplifiers? or maintain the unfortunate 15 dB gain limit on amateur amplifiers, which hams have to clutch around. So you see any other indications of of changing some of the the restrictions Uh, and enforcement? Well, I looked at the document that the FCC released, uh, which was released... uh, Actually, a day yesterday was released. Uh, the decision was made on the 3rd. There was nothing in there to indicate that uh, they were even thinking along those lines. I think this particular decision that the FCC made uh, was in response to a petition uh, from one of the manufacturers. Obviously, they want to make and sell more radios, and they certainly would welcome the addition of FM. Uh, but I don't, I don't think the FCC is is thinking beyond that right now. That narrow scope of the question. So I think for 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 quite a while, uh, don't don't put ideas in their head. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you'll be just fine. I really do. 
Yeah, they, they, whenever they open up Spectrum for just anybody to use, they, they get really, really touchy about how much power you have. And uh, so I imagine that will continue to be the case. So uh, yeah. they, they let us have a little bit more because we're, uh, we're a little more uh, educated and, and trained. But, um, but yeah, it, it's, it's, pretty much qrp for for those wide open bands so uh, at least for now that's what i would expect but for now who knows? yeah i i think i think the fcc's got its hands full with with quite a few other things it would be nice if they could take care of spam phone calls <laughs> but that's for yeah. another day and um and and an actual wireless microphone spectrum would, would would be nice too but mm, that's a whole that nother story that would well be. karen we're we're out of time here but brett thank you for uh typing in tonight appreciate mm-hmm. that and uh karen we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up here uh so uh we mentioned the newsline uh support fund go to arnewsline.org and and click on the uh, paypal donate button and uh you know, make sure you check that out. And, and thanks for being here. Oh, this has been great. Really uh, good. Good to sit down and chat again, Neil. It's been a couple of years. I think I, I was on yeah. the first year uh, with Newsline when I had just uh, assumed the editor's role. And it's great to be back with uh, a couple of years and a, a few stories under, under my belt and uh, being part of the team. So thanks for the invite. Oh, you're you're most welcome. Thank you for being here, and uh, we'll we'll do it again sooner uh, rather than later. Um, Absolutely, we'll, we'll get some more uh, news in here as well. All right, well, that is a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. Thanks to my guest, Karen Eve Murray, KD2GUT, and everybody out there in cyberspace for listening and typing in. And invite you back next Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And for a list of our upcoming guests, visit hamtalklive.com. And don't forget the, uh, the QSO Today Virtual Ham Expo is coming up. So, uh, make sure you, you check that out. I know, uh, Eric has, uh, has made, uh, a lot of, uh, preparations for that to try to get things, uh, straightened out. So, uh, don't forget about the QSO Today Virtual Ham Expo. Check that out. All right. Well, we're going to, uh, finish up here tonight and uh, if you like the show please leave us a review uh that's uh that's how you can help us and help others find the show a little faster so um that's it for tonight this is neil rap wb9vpg saying 7375 and may the good dx be yours Came right back to my CQ call The readability 5 and strength 9 You never once mentioned your weather at all And I didn't mention mine